0: Hey, Lizard's Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in April and May, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Monte Cristo, Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana, El Principe, Cohiba, Siglo 5, H. Upman, Half Corona, and Hoyo de Monterey, Double Corona. And for New Worlds, we've got E.P. Carillo Allegiance, in Sidekick, Davidoff, Late Hour, in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro, Nicaragua Sonata, in Maestro, Dunbarton, Tobacco and Trust, Sin Compromiso, Selección No. 4, and the Davidoff Winston Churchill in Bellicoso with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizards, P-O-D.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica 5 Cigar Company. It's a handcrafted and artisan story built with a strong foundation by two legends, Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Paredes. The entire line is crafted by Rob and Hamlet and refined with feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments that go straight to the powers that be. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners. Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off Puro Desnudo Ninfa's N7 5-Packs and 50-Count Bundles using promo code FAB5. That's F-A-B-5. Right now at Fabrica005.com. Com. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 bucks US. This offer only lasts one more week. Again, use code FAB5 for 10% off Ninfa's five packs and 50-count bundles for the next week at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Puba, Senator Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 27th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying Lounge Lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a New World Cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal Lizard rating. We chat about the legacy of Winston Churchill, Davidoff's history of innovation, and we debate the hype surrounding regional and limited edition cigars, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair 15-year-age Glenn Scotch with Davidoff Late Hour in Churchill. A Lizard favorite on the pod tonight the Davidoff late hour in Churchill, a 48 ring gauge by seven inch cigar. This cigar is well loved in this group. Mm-hmm. Pagoda, especially, I think he smokes about six of these a week <laughs> a day. It's <laughs> love them. They're so great. And uh, we've all been smoking them for quite some time now, certainly since as long as I can remember of this group being together. And, uh, some special stories about it. We'll get into that, but just in the construction and and the cigar in your hand, it is a really really elegant cigar oh, in the that, hand.
1: Yeah, it's a baller cigar. It is. Yeah,
0: it's got the it's got the cool black and gold. Yeah, two bands. It looks
2: beautiful. Um, looks expensive. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say right off the bat, I remember the first time I saw one of these cigars. I think it's the sexiest Churchill absolutely. ever made. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would literally go that far. From yeah. the the beautiful design of just the bands that are on this to the dark, perfectly constructed wrapper. I, I just love looking at this cigar. Yeah, the
1: Davidoff quality comes through on this particular stick, right? Absolutely. It's hard to yeah. deny. Yeah.
3: Power. It's power. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really powerful. I wanna, I'd rather be in a pin blue pinstripe. And that's at the at the you know at the Grand Havana Room. Yep. smoking this then you know in jeans, but yeah. because it is it makes you feel that way. Yeah, I mean it really is sophisticated. Sophisticated and like like you feel when I when you light up a Sir Winston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you put a really good Churchill in, in your hand, and I think the Sir Winston and this Churchill here are my two favorite. Oof.
0: Absolutely, Churchill's. You know what, to what you said about the Sir Winston, just like that cigar from H. Upman in Cuba, this cigar is also in honor Mm -hmm. of Winston Churchill to the point that they have a silhouette of Churchill on the band above the Davidoff logo.
3: Cigar in mouth and all.
0: Yes, sir. Absolutely.
3: In all all of his brilliance and power. And
0: what's cool about this is this cigar uh, is in uh, collaboration with the Davidoff, or excuse me, with the Churchill estate. Oh. So his family has actually not only approved the use of his likeness but also has been involved in his development over the years so i did not know that i didn't yeah. know that either yeah it's a pretty cool story his yeah. uh i guess his great grandson or something is kind of the the uh executor or the or the the head of his trust uh and his you know in charge of his likeness and they've worked they've collaborated alongside davidoff to put these cigars out well clearly
2: he's a lizard yeah well, absolutely I, is it the spent the spencers or the
0: I think it may be. Yeah. I think you're correct on that. Right. I think
1: it's easy to to say that this is a flagship cigar for the Davidoff
2: line.
0: Right? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. It's so
2: oily. I mean, w- which is amazing though, because this
0: is not. They haven't made this for that long. No, no, it's only a few years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I guess they really spent a lot of time designing it and 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 developing it and blending it. So let's uh, let's see what we get into uh, here, boys. Let's cut this thing. Let's see, what we're getting on the cold draw. This dark, oily wrapper. Really well constructed. I've never it, had an issue with a with a late hour. No,
3: it tastes like a Davidoff when you, on the cold draw, it has that distinct flavor. It, it, and honestly, other than the, the Millennium
1: Toro, I've never had an issue with any Davidoff, other than that cigar. For yeah. me personally, I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is a an exquisite cigar. Dark, oily wrapper. The seams are perfect. Mm-hmm. You cedar. Could, the construction's just great.
1: A ton of cedar on a cold draw. Yeah, yeah.
0: I got a lot of cedar, cedar
2: and dark chocolate mm-hmm. and a little leather on the yeah. cold draw. Leather, yeah. There you go.
0: Definitely. This is a great yeah. cigar. Alright, boy, let's get into it. Let's light this thing. Again, it's a uh, the Davidoff Late Hour in Churchill. 7 inches uh, with a 48 ring gauge cigar. So, oh. I've been looking forward goes. to
3: this all day, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to piggyback on what Puba just said, this is such a substantial cigar and full of flavor from tip to end it's almost it's a very rewarding experience at the end of the day
2: i completely agree i reach for this stick when if i've had a long day and i just want to really immerse myself in a cigar this is one of a few that i would pick up and if i've had a fantastic day that i just want to cap with a a great long smoke the other reason i would pick
1: this up there's there's luxury attached to this
0: So this is the second part of Davidoff's tribute to Winston Churchill in collaboration with the family. So they have the white label, uh, uh, Churchill Series, and this is the late hour. So what, what this is designed for pairing with spirits, which obviously we're going to do, and it's also designed to kind of have later in the day uh, in that the wrapper is aged in Scotch single malt whiskey barrels. Cool. Which is pretty cool. Wow.
2: One of the only cigars I've ever seen do that. And they did a hell of a job because it's, it's a delicious stick. It is. Yeah. And it
3: sounds gimmicky, but the execution is great. Right. It's, yeah, I was going to thank you for saying that because um, I, I, this, make no mistake uh, for the listener, if you've not had this cigar, this is not a flavored cigar. This is not, this is, all tobacco with nothing added the, the 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 I and and maybe Pagoda, you can elaborate on this because I know that you how much you love this this particular cigar but I I think the wrapper is is aged in scotch barrels but this isn't
4: infused this no. isn't the, all, you know, the, the, all the all the, the
3: tobacco is aged all, in single malt barrels. all the tobacco oh, the filler so you know, and the I, binder everything or
4: No I thought it was just about uh, it was just a filler I think a portion okay. of the filler was aged in Scotch barrels, uh, you know, which was mixed with the, uh, the Nicaraguan and the Dominican filler as well, I believe. Uh, I know I read about it a while back, but uh, I'm just trying to think about it in memory. I'll confirm it shortly. It's the filler. Yeah. yeah. It's the filler that's, yeah. So, so
0: excuse me, I said the wrapper, but it's the filler. Sorry filler,
1: about that. Yeah. yeah. Am I crazy? But I'm getting a little anise, black licorice type of thing happening. Sure. Very sure. S- very slightly. Fantastic. An anise type thing. Yeah, yeah. Very complex
4: smoke. Current. Yeah. current. And current. yeah. Current.
0: Leather. A little weather, a little woody.
4: The current yeah. is accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah.
4: No, did any of you guys get a bit of sweetness and ch- chocolate in the beginning when I, you light it up? I Absolutely. did
2: dark chocolate right on the light. Yep.
4: It is. You know, it's really interesting because I've had a few friends smoke even the Toro and this and. Uh, So I think in the cold draw, you get a little bit of uh, the saltiness, the woodiness, Mm. a little bit of leather, but you don't get a lot of sweetness. But as soon as you light it up, it's like gives you a sudden burst of like sweetness and chocolate. And I'll tell you, it just starts. What's complex? It just makes me smile. Yeah,
1: it's complex because uh, I get the cocoa and that chocolate on the finish for me. Initially, I get that little bit of that black licorice, that anise type of a uh, note. It's, it's really yeah, something it, in special. The
3: be, in the beginning, if you blow it out your nose a little bit, which you can do at this point of the cigar, you'll get that, just what you're talking about. I have a, I have a question for all of you.
1: So you've all smoked cigars a lot longer than I have. Um, how long into your smoking career, quote unquote, did you pick this cigar up? 2000 I was it I, early I, I picked was it early it in your cigar smoking middle late keep in mind this hasn't been it's, around it's that been, long so yeah, yeah like that's true it, that yeah, limits you're right. this no, that's true that's true yeah maybe it's a move
5: no I think at our old,
3: at our at our old lounge this was one of the cigars that on uh, that we would pick up on allocation mm. because why not so no, I not
2: not immediately
1: so no. I, you, you'll remember this so, I, so I'm going this is exactly where I'm yeah. going for me I was always a bit intimidated by this cigar a you, little bit you remember why you picked this up
2: of you, yes, yes. <laughs> so,
0: I'll tell you the story, and
2: I, I'm not saying that as in I discovered it, I discovered it from someone else, but then I just sure, sure. that I love this cigar. Another yeah. lizard started smoking it. Yeah. So, you ironically know. enough, a non lizard was smoking this at one of our lounges at one point, and I would always just stare at how beautiful that it's cigar beautiful. was. It's so beautiful, and I was on a business trip in Detroit, of all places. Mm. And all I had on my mind was I really wanna try that late hour that I would always see someone smoking in in our lounge. And I found to my complete surprise, this great cigar lounge in Detroit that actually had one of the best collections of Davidoff I've seen anywhere. They had the late hour Churchill. I was there with another colleague of mine. So I bought two of them so he could try one and I did. And I fell in love with that cigar. And so I came back and the very next month at our lounge for allocation, I had bought a box and I remember Bam and another friend of ours walk in and they just saw the box I had it sitting on the coffee table because I just bought it downstairs. That's right. And he immediately goes, "What's in that?" Because it's a beautiful box. <laughs> it really it's like is. this black, like, Onyx. like varnished, yeah. it's beautiful ridiculous. box. And he's like, "What's in that?" What's in that box? And I was like, "It's the late hour. They're fantastic." <laughs> and on blind faith, Bam just goes downstairs. And says, I, I want a box yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he bought yeah. one, and so did the other guy. Look, and we've loved them ever since. The beauty of the box and
1: the cigar—it makes you want to buy it. Yeah. I, it really does. It's always a great remember,
0: presentation. I'll
1: always remember when I
5: first got this box. I think it was I, I I first got it when it first came out. Um, I think it was 2017. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: It's somewhere around there. Somewhere yeah. around
5: there. Um, I remember because it was at the lounge and I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. And then I found it online for the same price, and it, it had, had a gift set with it. And it had this like tumbler and like, you know, this uh, bourbon box that you can use as like a, a makeshift humidor and like coasters. <laughs> and it was a little gimmicky, but I still have them to this day. Uh, like I got two boxes of, of Churchill late hours and I have these like very nice Davidoff glasses and, and stuff that came with it. And, and I always remember that.
0: And I think to your point about presentation, I, I just love the silhouette of Winston Churchill on these cigars. It just, it, it makes it, I don't know, serious, formidable, it's it's a it's it's really cool but I also mean, it's, it's taking Church, I it, love Winston Churchill. It's just taking it a
1: step further. I'm looking at all of you holding the cigar. It looks really sexy. I mean, I'm not it just looks very sophisticated and elegant. Honestly, so, see, just, it holds just, great in your hand. It's, it's it's even amazing. the
2: colors, the, the black and gold on the band, it, it's just it's one of the most beautiful bands and cigars I've seen.
0: And for a Churchill by the way, for only to be, you know, somewhere between 20 and 24 bucks. I think that's a, I think that's a fair price for yeah. the experience that the cigar gives. Yeah.
5: I, re- I I like, I like, sorry, uh, Senator. I was going to say, I like smoking this with others more than I do independently because from, for me, the aroma from others smoking, this is actually better than the taste I get. And the taste is phenomenal, but the aroma of this cigar and being around others who are smoking it, it just kind of, I don't know. It, it fills the room. It it it's, it's so overpowering and, and it's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, can yeah, we give
4: the formal lizard rating? <laughs> <laughs> it's a ten. It's a ten. <laughs> it's a ten. It's a 10. Yeah. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> what were we gonna say, Puba? Well, it's it's
3: when you when you light it and you hold it, it, it gives me the similar. First of all, I, I if I'm smoking a Sir Winston by Upman, one of my favorite cigars. I think we can all agree if we're going to if we're going to smoke a church if you're going to smoke a churchill that's the hell of a churchill to smoke and you feel i feel like this cigar the sir winston when you smoke it you almost i always kind of like i'm a big uh winston churchill fan and you know you could argue uh that he actually like saved western civilization i mean in the early part of world war II... He was really instrumental in uh, uh, in shoring us up uh, uh, in Europe. I mean, he really had the balls to do it, and uh, and really led uh, led Europe out of that. Um, And he's just he was just such a complicated man. Not the way he grew up, the way just everything, everything about him, you know. Uh, you know, he would he would have Paul Roger, at, you know, at lunch and, and you know, and his whole, his demeanor, he had a stutter, he had a speech impediment, which he overcame. He was an aristocrat, but like, and he had this respect for the aristocracy in a way that was good, not in a way that was kind of pompous and arrogant because he really, he was for the, the what you would call the common man. But um, but he had respect for the hierarchy within the aristocracy as he as he navigated through it because his father was an aristocrat, and he had a very rough childhood. Um, and his uh, mother was an American. And his mother, yes, his mother was an American, and she, and that create that presented its own problems um, for him. He had a he had a tough time um, without going into his whole life because there are volumes of 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 of, of you know, written on him, but, but it's really the way he, you know, the signature, when you see it in his mouth and the hat, and it's just, it's, his special. It's just, he, he really saved the world. I mean, he saved, the world would not have been the same without Winston Churchill, the way we live everything. I mean, Roosevelt was like kind of at the beginning of the war, like kind of, Hey, listen, I can't help you right now. You're you know, you're on your own. And he really rallied Europe, we we need a winston churchill in ukraine yeah
2: yeah and it's Absolutely. you know i was just we, thinking we, that we may we, have we, a winston churchill in ukraine we, we may. Yeah, we I might mean, yeah you know in somebody in needs ukraine, to yeah. stand
3: up and uh, you know he really did he stood up and he used uh and he used his voice and he used language in a way that was so unique you know he spoke in stanza he like when he delivered his speech he was very his his speeches he was very meticulous in terms of how he delivered you know, um, I don't have it verbatim, but you know, we, he would say yep. he would say, we, uh, you know, we will beat them in the landing grounds in mm-hmm. the, the air, yeah, in the sea. But all of it was done. It was rhythmic on purpose. Yeah. He spoke in stanzas yep. because he knew the power. It was. He was very.
5: He was very deliberate. I would say in his language, and h- having been such an accomplished person, such a learned person. At such a young age, by the by the time of twenty, he was twenty four. He was more accomplished than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of everyone who ever lived in the world, and um, he had that kind of education that was somewhat erudite and that upbringing. But he didn't convey that when he spoke to the people. He spoke very deliberately, very simple words. You contrast that with someone like Boris Johnson, who's a bumbling idiot and uses these complex words that people don't understand. <laughs> and, you know, the the contrast is tremendous. Right. I mean, not to, you know, slam Boris Johnson, because I think he's awesome. I think he's hilarious. He's also a little bit of an idiot. But, you know, it's the contrast is, is in leadership is is. Very unique.
3: Well, it's hard to compare Winston Churchill to anyone, anyone ever, in, right. in, anyone I mean, ever. Uh, and,
0: and I'll say this for any of the listeners out there who may have a pedestrian understanding of Winston Churchill, as I did uh, a few years ago. the The movie with Gold, uh, Gary Oldman, uh, "The Darkest Hour," oh, is a fantastic,
1: riveting film
0: biography on fantastic on, film on the the journey into World War II, and it led me into uh, reading his autobi, not his autobiography, his biography. Which is a wonderful read. It's very it's as you said long. It's, it's so very long. dense. Yeah. Oh, it's so dense. But an incredible story and an incredible life that the guy lived.
5: Princess Di was a descendant of, of Winston Churchill. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah. Wow.
5: Diana Spencer. Diana Spencer Churchill was her is her.
0: Wow. Yeah. There you go. So we are enjoying the Davidoff late hour here in celebration of Winston Churchill. What are you guys getting so far? We're about I would say three quarters of an inch in. I think it's so delicious.
5: It's Someone said leather. Yeah, leather. That, spicy. That's,
2: that's really spot on. It, and I say that because it's Sounds one of scary. the it's one of the few cigars. There's leather notes in a number of sticks that I don't appreciate. It, it, it's got like a harsh artificial taste to it yep. almost ammonia-like. yeah almost ammonia like yeah it's done so well like mm-hmm. I, I never seek out leather in a cigar <laughs> no. except this like mm-hmm. it's done so well it's just perfect but the 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 look when you're not in, when you're not
5: puffing on it and it's just got that slight smoke billowing out of it dude. it's awesome coming up the the long it's, churchill length it's, it's really it's really kind of pretty it's like it's like one of those montages you see at the beginning of a, a cigar youtube video you know It's
0: mesmerizing. Yeah, And you know what I think that's interesting? And I think we talked about this because we did the Davidoff Chef's Edition. I think it was episode two or three or something. I think it was episode two Um, when we started the pod. What's interesting about a Churchill is when you pull this out of your travel case or your humidor or or whatever it may be, you're really committing to an extended period of time, a a, a sit. It's a
2: sit-down. It's a sit-down with
0: the cigar. And I think that it... It demands something of you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think Churchill's as a Vitola were made for lizards. Like, let's just be real, right? Like, you know, Winston Churchill's a guy who sat down and smoked many cigars, who built time into his day to really enjoy and appreciate his cigar and think and, and just decompress and all of that. And I wish that there were more brands that made great Churchill's because I think all of us can count on one hand the number of great Churchill's that exist, both new and old world. And it it pains me because I love this Vitola. Mm -hmm. I wish there were a lot more. Yeah, there's a sophistication to this particular Vitola.
0: And I I think the execution here, like we've talked about with Davidoff and what they've done in this specific line in this specific Vitola is unmatched almost anywhere that I've had in, in this size. You know, because I don't reach for a cigar of this size unless I really know what I'm getting. Well, it's, they have a, say what you want about
3: Davidoff, and there's a lot of people who think Davidoff's are, they have a lot of different opinions that, it's, that they're overpriced and that this and that and the other thing. The one thing that, that you can, that they do have a commitment to tradition in terms of, I think, the, the, the Winston Churchill line, um, not necessarily just the late hour, but, you know, the the other more milder, they make a milder Winston Churchill, which has the white the white wrapper on it. Um, and if this is too much for someone, you know, give that a try. But I but these, the, you know, when you sit down and you light one up, you you put your four fingers on it, oh, and it's like you know, and you, you feel it in your hand, and it just feels great.
5: I mean, um, I really I really enjoy the white label actually and it's got a it's got it's it's very it is very mild
1: mm-hmm.
5: but it's it's not it's not a typical davidoff mild a lot of the davidoff cigars the mild cigars they have a very unique davidoff taste that they carry through through all their you know their different cigars to some degree that one is is different it stands apart um and as it should how much we should we compare the weight they're
0: between 20 and 24. So, 20, you know, hmm. I think in, in New Jersey, let's say, or where you're paying tax, you're going to be yeah. closer to 24. Okay. So, a box of, they come in boxes of 20. So, you're looking somewhere between the 430 to 480 range, depending on where you're buying. You know, I don't I think I paid $27. For somewhere. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For
2: me personally, that's not expensive for what
1: you're getting in this in Fatola, this really. Yeah.
2: I, the way I would rationalize this, so I, I've never paid more than 25 bucks for a late hour. And I think it's one of the best values, ironically, yeah. within the Davidoff line. Yeah. And how I've even rationalized this, I've had some friends who don't smoke as often as we do who have said, oh, well, I don't know that I'm going to spend $25 on this <laughs> late hour. And I've given them one to try, and they say it's great, but they're, it's just not in their wheelhouse to spend 25 bucks on a stick. That's not normally what they do. How I always rationalize this, it, it, it's two cigars. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's yeah. value. It's, so it's when you do value. the math, you're talking 12-something a stick. It's right. two cigars. You're, you're, you're,
5: you're, you can spend $17 on a very good Robusto or $25 on a church show and get double the smoke out of it. Shit, yep.
3: I, I think the, I think the petit, the millennium in Petit Corona is like 16 bucks. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's outrageous. That's expensive. a good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, that's a tiny cigar. Yeah. 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 For, for whatever reason, these are ch- priced cheaper and
5: it's top of the line. Well, I don't know. Why do you think I like it? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a value man, you know. You no,
4: know, honestly, <laughs> value I'm value investor.
2: I'm glad it is because it it's one of the few cigars in the Davidoff line that like gave me a little hope for Davidoff in, in that I criticize Davidoff so heavily and that I think it's absurd to have to spend thirty dollars a stick to have a good cigar. I think most of the stuff that we actually love and smoke is way less than thirty dollars a stick, right? If we're talking a D4 or RAS, I mean we could keep going on and on and on. And so when I picked this up, I said, okay, thank God they've actually made, I think, a fairly priced stick that is outstanding in flavor and taste. So there, there's I, I, this helps their brand. It did for me. No yeah, doubt. And, no doubt. And,
3: and it's differentiated, which is cool because there's nothing really around that tastes like this. No. You may like it. Maybe, so I'm sure some people have tried it and said maybe it's not for me, which is perfectly okay, but it's different. Yeah. I agree. What distinguishes it for me
1: is that I still get a little bit of that black licorice and currant with a cocoa, kind of a cocoa finish. And with a little spice. Yeah, and spice. That's an extraordinary flavor combination, right? Think about that. But it's extraordinarily smooth. And smooth.
3: Yeah. This is a smooth cigar. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, Now, when it gets down towards the end, as we know, it It can knock your ramps ramps (laughs) up and we'll get there, but... Um,
5: it's oily. It's got that oily mm-hmm. wrapper and it coats your, you know, it kind of coats
3: your muzzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these have been, this stick has been in my humidor for, uh, this was probably one of the last boxes I bought from uh, um, the old spot. The old spot. So I don't know how long it's ago been a that while, was, but yeah, that's over a year. It's been probably. over a year.
1: Yeah. It'd be yeah, interesting yeah. to see what they taste like right out of a box and then kept in your humidor for a year. What's or so.
0: funny about you saying that is yeah. Senator actually uh, had the reason why we actually kind of threw this into the rotation. Aside from it being Pagoda's absolute favorite cigar, yeah, is Senator had a revelation recently about about it. Let's talk. So
2: I obviously this has always been part of my regular rotation. I love this cigar, but what's funny is when I was smoking so many of them. I was going through them before I was going through every box before they had a chance to age at all any extra in my humidor. And finally, as I've been really ramping up my just appreciation for Cubans over the last few years, I finally have not been smoking these as often. And so I realized this was maybe a few weeks ago. I said to Gizmo, I haven't picked up a late hour in at least six months. And that box that I have that I'll pull this out of is sat in my humidor for well over a year, which I've never been able to say before. And I picked one up, not expecting it to smoke any differently. And it was a very different experience in a great way. I think the lane hours, when you get them young, when they're, you know, you go to your local tobacco shop and you pick them up and they're, they're aged of course, but fresh in that they were just delivered and you're getting them out of the box. Um, They have all the flavors that they do with some extra age, but there are some rough edges in the sense that, um, you know, it, it's not a cigar for the faint of heart. Like, it, it's got a lot of flavor. It lets you know it's there. You're never going to forget this cigar once you first smoke that and light that up. As it sits a little bit, I couldn't believe. I got not one rough edge all the way through. It had actually developed a little sweeter of flavor profile where when it's younger, that, like, leather and, like, dark, dark chocolate flavor that dominates – it develops into like a semi-sweet chocolate leather that's just faint in the background, but not so dominant. And it, I used to think of this as a cigar that I would only slot in when I'm looking for power, uh, powerful smoke or after a, a heavy meal. And with a little extra age, I could slot this in almost anywhere. You know, it's funny you're saying that. The
1: last time I had this was, uh, let's say, at least a year ago. I didn't enjoy it. Really? I really didn't like it. I got halfway through and I got a ton of ammonia. I put it down. This is a totally different experience. So I think what Senator is saying, may I think it may make some sense. You buy them and let them sit for a few months. Yeah.
2: I'll say, though, even yeah. young, if they're stored at the right humidity. I think, yeah. humidity I think so that that's, the that's probably the describing? problem with the cigar that I had. Yeah. I think yeah. humidity. Yeah. I, I think these oh, of too
0: humid, I think you're going yeah. to get blasted a little bit.
4: Yeah, because I have a lot of these. I've never had any ammonia Me neither. I've never
3: experienced that. Uh, but um, this is fantastic I've experienced like some maybe in the last third some harshness in the past where you're like oof this thing's really kind of kicking me around
4: it's pepperish yeah, but, yeah
3: peppery but um, but I mean the ra- this is see this is Davidoff like when you hold the cigars up <laughs> I mean it's just they burn so razor sharp wonderful ash the, you have to have respect for the construction and build of a cigar like this I mean, you have to respect it. It's just, they're so well-made. Now, the only thing I will say,
2: we intentionally chose this late hour in Churchill. Having had all the Vitolas, it comes in a Toro, the Churchill, and the Robusto. Um, I think we all also like the Robusto. I think it's a very good cigar. I think that almost all of us, if not all of us, think that, this is at its best in the Churchill format, but I will warn the Toro, I, I think does not do justice to this cigar in the way that the other two. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Do. Yeah. I, I I kind of agree. And going back to my, the, the millennium discussion that we've had over and over the Toro when that guy as well, awful.
4: Yeah. It's, the Toro it's, ruins that millennium. It's almost unsmokable. I'm, I must say that, um, uh, my first introduction to the Churchill, uh, in the late hour was well, because of Senator. Uh, I remember being in the lounge. I think I might've been smoking the Torah. You were. Because Torah is one of my favorite sizes. And and you did recommend the Churchill. And since then, I typically smoke only Churchill. In fact, that's what I typically buy. But I still have enough Toros because I ended up buying a lot of these, <laughs> which now have been in my humidor for a long time, <laughs> around a year, uh, that I'm still getting, um, you know, I'm smoking them slowly. And in fact, last week, at the lounge when I was smoking a Toro. Uh, I remember you mentioning that uh, you're glad that Giz is <laughs> because Giz absolutely hates the Toro, I think. I did not
0: enjoy the Toro. I did not enjoy it. And actually, Grinder gave me the Toro when we were discussing this. Do you remember that at the old clubhouse? And because uh, I was smoking the Churchill, he gave me a Toro. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Let's put it that way. But it is is a f- far inferior experience, I think, to both the, Cher- the Churchill and the Robusto. So,
5: so I, I, I have a box of Toros. I have, a bo- I have a Toro in my little travel humidor right here. And I, I, I like it. Um, I'm curious why... I, I would say the Robusto is phenomenal. Um, I do like the Toro. I'm curious why you guys think it's, it's less... It's
2: inferior. So I'll give my perspective. Yeah. And, and, and my perspective on the late-hour Toro is identical to how I would describe the problems I have with the Millennium Toro. For some reason, when Davidoff makes those Toros and both of those, the late hour and the millennium, the flavors are completely muddled, completely muddled to the point that I'm not getting A, as much flavor as I'm used to getting out of the smaller format with a smaller ring gauge of, of this, and, and B... um I, I'm, not, I'm getting a rougher experience with that cigar than I do their smaller ring gauge, whether it's the Robusto or the Churchill. So that's my issue. And then the last thing I'll say is from a construction standpoint, I'm not sure why this is. I mean, there are plenty of Toros that I think are well-constructed and that burn well, but on the Millennium Toro and the Late Hour Toro, I have real, like how how Puba held up his cigar and you saw that beautiful razor sharp burn and the perfect ash. I never experienced that on the Toro in either the millennium or late hour. The construction for so, some reason, it burns very unevenly. It's
1: funny because the ash on the millennium Toro is dark and it's not as crisp as it is on the pyramid. Because uh, on the pyramid it's beautiful, oh, bright, bright white, white. Effect, like this guy here that we're holding. Yep. It's there's something different about it. The draw is different. You said the flavors are muddled. No doubt about it. And also, I think the rapper's toothier. Yeah.
0: Where to, I, be, I, I, w- I to be in. fair, yeah.
4: To, I want- yeah. to be fair, so I like I enjoyed the Toro. In fact, last week when I was having the Toro, now mind you that these have been in my humidor for about a year. It was excellent. I really enjoyed. It. In fact, I I did mention it to you that you know I'm really enjoying the Toro. It's not like Because I remember having tourists in the beginning last year, like which I was buying directly from the store and uh, having them. And I could see that, um, you know, it was slightly different. I don't know whether it was that much different. But when I uh, held the Churchill, I just enjoyed it so much more. I remember that feeling and that experience. And definitely, I think in the beginning of last year, I felt a lot of that. But since then, now that I've, had the Toro, which was aged, I don't know whether it's fair to say, by default for a year because, you know, I haven't been buying a lot of these and I haven't been smoking as many of the Toros. It was really good. I really enjoyed well, it last that, week.
0: That certainly makes me interested on going off of your, your opinion on, on how they're smoking now. It does make me want to give it another shot because I found the Toro that I had yeah. to be very harsh and and in a lot of ways, very different than the robusto and the Churchill that I had. Correct. And not a good way. Like I I feel like this smoke, the flavor, the the complexity, it's 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 just it wasn't there in the Toro. So, so you know? I
5: would I I would posit a, a hypothesis here, that because of the Toro is a bigger ring gauge, and for piggybacking off what Pagoda said earlier, that the binder is what is soaked or you know kind of marinated in that. That those cast barrels. Yeah. I wonder if because there's more of that in that in that Toro that it kind of overpowers and makes it a little rougher on the smoke. Very well you know? could. That yeah. very well yeah. could be yeah, the case. Good point.
4: But, yeah. but uh, you know, i got to tell you another thing that I've recently tried the Dominicana's. Is it, uh, you know, uh, David yeah. yeah, we reviewed yeah. that. Oh, and we yeah. really, oh, I really yeah. enjoyed the Robustos in that. And for some reason, I don't enjoy the Toro's as much. And yeah. once again, you know, <laughs> we're back to the Toro's with Davidoff's, and uh, maybe, you know, they need to be aged a bit more. But I have a few of uh, both of them lying uh, in my humidor. And I'd like to see this, how they develop.
0: This may be a stupid comment, but to me, the Toro in my hand is just not as comfortable or f- it doesn't feel as elegant. Like, I just preferred the Churchill Vitola or mm-hmm. even the Robusto, Robusto. Vitola Robusto, yeah. over, the, over the Toro it's, in my hand.
3: It's no. a bit of a brute. Yeah. It's a bit of a brute. That's a good way of putting it. You know, you... you It's just, it's it's not, it's not a, a cigar, you know, a cigar that's closer to that size for me, like a, like an E2 needs to deliver more of a, of a, of a, ah, there's that much filler there. I just want a more, there's something that's missing, like (laughs) not a mellow. Maybe it's a mellower (laughs) experience with that much filler that you need something that's just. That's not just going to hit you in the face with all that filler and strength like that. It's just not, doesn't work.
2: I also want to point out, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Toro Vitola generally period, but where I'll be charitable to it. And I think we should recognize is that, you know, in every cigar, no matter what brand we're talking about, even taking Davidoff out of this equation, we all feel that some cigars smoke best in a certain Vitola, and it really differs by cigar. Yep. I mean, I think when we really think about it, like, you know, we love the Partagas line. We've talked about that. And they have the D in the series line, right? The D4, the D5, the D6, all those. I think universally, all of us prefer the D4. It's like the perfect proportion of wrapper and filler and, and all of that stuff. I think in, you know, the late obviously we are saying that most of us, if not all of us, Prefer the Churchill to the other vitolas, um, you know the Millennium. I prefer that, like Bam does. That's one of his favorite cigars. Period. In the Pyramid, than I do any other vitola. Not saying the others are bad, but I think that that performs best in that pyramid. So each cigar, it it really just depends that ratio of the the wrapper to the filler. It's really very dependent on each individual that's stick.
3: That's right, and 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 it goes back to to when we when we when you talk about Trinidad, and you talk about the smaller vitolas, really exemplify the brand in and 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 express the brand in a way that that's I think represents it the best. The smaller vitolas seem to do to seem to perform better than let's say the Vigia. Uh, so. It's true, you're right. It, it it really depends on just the blend, what in Cuba, what the ratios are, and with these different with the new world blends, what the blends are and how they set up, because you've got a Toro is the, the, comparing the Toro to this, even though the tobacco's kind of aged the same way, it's treated the same way from the start. It's, it's really the ratio. I was it, about it, to say it, that. It, it's the yep. ratio of, yep. uh, of, of, of filler to, to, to wrapper that, that's going to set up and just deliver a different experience. I mean, why?
5: So it, it comes back to. I, I, I personally, I like the thinner ring gauge because there's so much more flavor from the wrapper. The, the Churchill is a longer stick, but it's not that big of a ring it's gauge. It's a smaller you know? ring
1: gauge than the Toro. And so, there's there's something to be said about more. that, piggybacking on what on what Puba said, that ratio really works perfectly with this longer cigar. Yeah. And yeah,
5: which may, which makes me dumbfounded when you see these massive, you know, 80 ring gauge cigars <laughs> that, that gives, gives smokes every once in a while. I have Even never si- <laughs> let me say <laughs> so.
0: I want it on the lizard ledger record that I have never smoked an 80 ring gauge okay. cigar. Hey but, Junior, but- Junior. <laughs>
5: <laughs> However, having said that, calm down, are, Junior. Like I like the I like the series R uh, Lagori Cubana. Sorry, Lagori Cubana.
4: Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. And, okay. series, series Which is are, a big, it's a yeah, thick ring gauge, the number five and a. But it seven. doesn't yeah.
5: it doesn't overpower. It does not overpower. It's a. It's actually a mild cigar.
4: No, but this is interesting, right? Because in this particular uh, cigar, um, you know, the rapper's is Ecuadorian. Uh, the binder is Mexican and the fillers are Dominican and Nicaraguan, or, you know, and obviously, to add to the complexity, the binder, some of it is aged in Scotch barrels, which in itself is an interesting uh, you know, combination, uh, trying to construct the cigar. And so, coming back to the ratios, I think considering that they all, the tobaccos are coming from so many different regions to form this one particular cigar, the ratios could matter a lot. And, yeah. and that could explain um, at least some of, you know, the experiences with uh, the different uh, you know, ring gauges,
1: and it, it provides a full flavored experience. Just piggybacking what Pagoda just said, which actually I have to say, the the Glenfiddich 15 that we're yep. drinking, I was just going to gonna go to there. Me, it's a full bodied Scotch. You need a full bodied spirit to go with this full bodied cigar. It
0: works great. So works as great. you said that, I just took my first sip. <clears throat> yeah. Of the 15. Yeah. And I obviously, if we weren't pairing a, a Scotch, we'd be remiss having sure. a churchill of course c- celebrating winston churchill without a spirit but we are lucky to have the Fiddish 15 mm-hmm. with us tonight and this is really nice it's it's lighter than i expected for being a 15
1: i found it to be fuller flavored uh, yeah I, I it's i
5: think it's good it is good. I, I drank i drank mine you drank really. it all i <laughs> think um, <laughs> i think it's, I in, think it's really good welcome yeah. back dad <laughs> I love being a father, <laughs> um, but to be honest, it's, it's, um, it's, it's not, it's really, it's really, it's a really good scotch, a lot of flavor, well-balanced to your point. It doesn't blow me away. Um, but I, but a lot of times I'm not looking for a scotch to do that. You yeah. know, I like, you know, I like a normal run of the mill. Sometimes I would just like a blended scotch, like the Kirk, like we talked about the Kirkland. Yep. This is obviously not a blended scotch, but it's still delicious, but it, it's, 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 it's really, really good, and it's nothing too extraordinary that it's overpowering the flavor of the
0: cigar. Absolutely, it's very complementary to the cigar that we are smoking. And I, you know, to Pagoda's point about you know uh, the, the binder being aged in Scotch barrels, you know, it it really pairs perfectly with obviously uh, with with a with a Scotch spirit. But even taking that a step further, so again, I had
2: only, you know, my role here, obviously Grinder is the scotch expert. I, I just am training to be a sommelier at some point when I retire. So I just help with <laughs> pairings here. But why I had suggested us pair this with this cigar, this scotch is aged in three different barrels. Mm. It's ex bourbon, ex sherry, and new oak that has had nothing in it before. And I thought that that was interesting in that this cigar, you know, as Pagoda talked about, you have the Ecuadorian yeah. wrapper, you have the filler that wow. San Andreas, and you have the you have the binder from San Andreas and the filler from uh, Dominican and, and Nicaragua. I, I just thought that there's something that marries well there, and I think I agree hundred percent with Grinder and Gizmo's point that it doesn't overpower this very complex cigar, which you don't want it to. This has a lot of flavor on its own. We're not looking for something to compete against it. But it has enough flavor to hold up yeah, to exactly. a cigar. I, it stands up like, to the cigar. I, I, that's a it.
5: nice. That's a nice little nugget. Like the the tr- you know, uh, uh, Puba talks about the triple threat. There's a triple threat in the cigar and a triple threat in the and the Scotch is very different origins of each of these and
3: it's pretty cool. Yeah, and and I think when you when you talk about these things, the the amount of hands and the amount of material that has to go into the creation. Of, of some of these things, and we talk about, well, $25 for the cigar, but I mean, like, think about from, like, a supply chain perspective and, like, with the materials and everything that goes into making all this, the, either the scotch, the cigar, like, how much time it takes orti- and how much effort. The artistry and, and the, the craft. The artistry and the organic yeah. nature. I think I've said this before, touched on it. It's like there's an organic nature. These are, like, natural products, That are like that are cultivated by men and women, and by man, and it's pretty. It's these are so to appreciate these things. I think having the background and knowing what goes into the the amount of effort that goes into creating uh, a a cigar that's got that, that that has a binder aged in Scotch barrels, and then you you have all the all the filler and the wrapper coming from these different regions, and and a master blender. Who, get to, who who? Who blends a cigar? You got a you got you have a distiller who's aging scotch for 15 years in in, in multiple barrels. I mean, this takes a lot of time and effort to do. So um, and it's reflected in in the in the expression of of, of what these things are. So it, they should be enjoyed. Yeah, I and less we forget, you know, it's, Davidoff, it's, Davidoff
5: does age their cigars longer than everyone you know, just pretty much everyone else on the market, save for Padron and, you know, Opus X, right? Right, right. So, um, obviously, it's going to match very well with another spirit that has that
2: comparable or compatible aging sequence, you know, over the course of time. Yeah, I think also something, I I, you know, I have to give Davidoff credit for, is you think about a lot of the cigars we smoke, right? Any of the Cubans were smoking, everything in that cigar is from Cuba. Everything. It's a Puro. It's a Puro. yeah. You think of Padrones and some other you know, Nicaraguan Piros that we've had before. Davidoff is one of, I, I think on another episode, we probably talked about this in the context of uh, maybe it was Liga and the guy who runs Liga and how he has all these crazy wild blends and things from all these different regions and, and even countries. And I will give Davidoff credit. I mean, the fact that we're talking about four different countries that have contributed to this cigar and that they've blended in such an impressive way, it's actually very it's very innovative i feel like davidoff is kind of viewed as a old stodgy brand in some ways but when you think about it davidoff is actually really very innovative and progressive in in that blending yeah. sense of like bringing all these wildly different things and even you know materials from different countries together in a cigar and do it in a really good they way you could
5: argue that that sorry uh puba yeah. you could argue that davidoff is just as adventurous in their vault selections as Rocky Patel is in his <laughs>
2: aggrandizement
5: okay. of marketing campaigns. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, well, no, well, No, no, no. In, in, in a certain way. I mean, obviously, no, no, Davidoff, I'm only
2: joking. Davidoff Rooster, not... Rooster just rolled over in bed right now. <laughs> no,
1: but I think Grindr's making a really good correlation in that Rocky really does diversify their marketing and their product placement and how they place it. And there's a progressive well, notion so, there, right? So, Rocky does it on a marketing basis. Yeah. Davidoff actually fucking does it.
5: Exactly well, right. The,
3: but, 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 100%. But the thing what i wanted to so i hear where you're going but the thing with davidoff is that makes it special and unique is that for some reason they're able to they're able to be creative but still but still maintain their foundational kind of flavor profile in other words this tastes to this tastes like a davidoff okay when you go through them i've had davidoffs that i've loved i've had davidoffs that i've not liked so much. I've had some that are overrated. All the, but they're, they're, they're always, they always seem to, they have that distinctive Davidoff flavor profile. So they're able to do these things, but they almost stick to the foundational elements of who they are. And for that, I give them a lot of respect. They, it, this is not a huge deviation. It, 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 is it different than anything you'll have? Yes. But if you, you, you can't make an argument that this is a, this is, like a like completely off the map. When you go into a humidor, a Davidoff humidor, and you take anything out of there, you're like, it tastes like a Davidoff. It's a Davidoff. It tastes like a Davidoff. Now, it may not be your favorite smoke. It may be overpriced, but they stick to their guns to a certain degree in terms of like what they make. And for that to be creative and to go out and they do trying to stretch to all the things you guys talked about, they they only go so far where Rocky Patel's all over the place. They are all I over, mean, yeah. You yeah. know, Liga is kind of all over the place mm-hmm. in terms of what they put out. Davidoff doesn't do that. Ro- Rocky is. I'm not sure
2: that we would say Liga's all over yeah. the place. And I think there's a distinct character about there Liga. There is. And the, the artistry
1: of what Liga does because of the way they combine their fillers and their wrappers and how they're sourcing, it is it is very unique and it's a little different. It's It is reminiscent to what you were touching on, how many countries went into making this cigar that we're smoking tonight. There's a creativity there. Right? and
0: I, I gotta say, too, the fact that you know, you talk about a departure for Davidoff to to take leaves and age them in 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 scotch barrels or scotch you know in, in ex scotch uh, 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 barrels is is pretty innovative to not try to infuse something, but to augment or change or improve or make different that fermentation process that then ends up in this delicious, complex. Unique cigar. I mean, it it's really it's is amazing. It really, it really is. is.
2: I just say all really this is. because I really think, like Davidoff's brand, what they're known for is kind of this old guard, old school, you know, way. And I, I think that Davidoff is actually the opposite. I think what we're all saying, right? Like, they're actually really innovative. I think. I think. I think. What they're they're they happened,
5: known, do stick to it. They do, I, which is great. I think what happened was, they the old maybe I think maybe use the word stodgy that old image was cultivated when it was a Cuban brand. And then post you know, post revolution that when they moved to Dominican Republic, they had to get a little creative. And in that, you know, in because of those hard times, they it it imbued and required a sense of creativity,
1: but they didn't they didn't go, they weren't excessive in it, you know. Yeah. To to Puba's point, it's within the framework of Davidoff, which is remarkable. It is. It really is remarkable. And
0: to comment too on on Davidoff's pricing structure, their marketing, how they how they deliver things to us as consumers, they are on the high end. Of you know, as you mentioned, what is it? A petite Corona in in Millennium is sixteen yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seventeen, they, 17 even. Seventeen. <laughs> you're you're talking. You know, you're talking about a brand that is not. There's there's they, not budget in their main line.
5: They 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 do not allow price dilution discounting you know they're very very strict about managing that pricing in the marketplace because it affects their brand image and also you know because they they believe there's value in that and they're not they're not you know going through distributors that are discounting their their products heavily
0: and they're very discerning about their their retailers
2: as well totally which make no mistake about i hate some of that like i i think cigars are meant to be accessible like I think what's beautiful about this podcast is we review cigars that we think the world of, and we've had the luxury of being able to smoke cigars that cost $50, $60, even $70 a stick, which is outrageous, to cigars that cost $7 a stick. And I think what we found is that the vast majority of the cigars that we love are at a very accessible price point of as little as $10 to $15, $20. You know, I hate that so much of Davidoff's line I feel like is is. Just grossly overpriced. I'm I'm never gonna get off of that. But this cigar, I think, is a wonderful thing for their brand. And then I think for twenty five dollars maximum, you yep. can even find this for twenty bucks mm-hmm. for a Churchill. It's that's worth, basically two sticks. It's worth every dollar. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that that is yeah. within you know reach for most uh, cigar smokers
3: that we hope will enjoy a cigar. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then they yeah. come out with like 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 cigars like the Chef. This year, which was just—I uh, mean, was it great. was universal. Off the charts. I, I, I don't care charts. who you are. That that cigar was, I think, so, well received by by yeah, most everybody. cigar smokers. I mean, what a great cigar! Now, well, it was yeah. like the best we, release. They we rated was, that at a nine point four. It was very
0: rate. high. Yeah, it was very high. Absolutely. The and, original
5: yeah. chefs, uh, the original chefs edition. So I have—I've tried the first, the second. I haven't tried the third yet. Uh, Gizmo has given me one. I just haven't smoked it yet. And I wasn't here for that particular pod. The original Chefs was so phenomenal. Like literally We've knocked heard. her socks off, really fantastic. The Davidoff Macau still stands as one of the best cigars I've ever had in my life. And you can't, I can't find it anywhere. I don't even think they make them anymore. But that was one of those like limited editions. The blender, I think it was, maybe it was probably Henke at the time, was just getting creative and said, wow, this is really fucking good. I'm gonna make a, make a, a few batches of them and then stop. And then stick to the normal run of line, you know, and he's just adventurous in that creativity. And the fact that there is a chef's edition one, two and three speaks volumes to that as well. He's changing it up, but he's still, you know, he's there's still some continuity, I'm sure, across each. And and you talk about
0: you talk about innovation, too, in the chef's edition, bringing in chefs, quite literal chefs to, you know, uh, to to work on the blend with the master blender Henke at the time. You know, it's it's very similar to this. It, in, in an innovative way, they're creating new, unique blends. Some are going to miss, some are going to hit, and, and be great. But you know, to your point, I mean, it it really it to everybody's point here. Davidoff is doing a great job trying to expand beyond offering run of the mill, normal cigars. Some right. are going to miss, right. some are going to hit. Sure. This but, is, this is a
3: big hit though. This oh, is a hit. Yeah. This, this is, is a because hit. this is now uh, this is a regular production cigar for for Davidoff yep. yeah. and it's a recent you know entry <clears throat> and it I, this in the in the in the money Yeah. Uh, pyramid.
1: Millennial pyramid. Yeah. yeah. You know but Robusto's good too by the way. If we had a camera in the room, Pagoda and I just looked at each other and we're shaking our hands. I have to admit that I I stepped away from this cigar. I just didn't want it anymore. I really didn't. This is a revelation for me. It really is. Kind of goes back to what you said earlier, Senator, where you let your cigar these sit for a while and you revisit it again. They're amazing. It's a, yeah, it's kind of a game changer late in the game.
5: I, I was kind of heartbroken today to learn that one of my favorite cigars, Davidoff Cigars, Davidoff Seven Hundred Two. They don't make it anymore. Mm. They stopped production of the Seven Hundred Two. Really? Wow, You love I didn't that cigar. Know that. I do. Yeah. Wow. I like that cigar. Can't find them anywhere. Sold out, and they're not making them. Wow. wow.
0: Well, hopefully they bring it back at some point. Yeah. And, and Rooster loves the Grand Cru. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the Dominicana. He was the reason that we did the, uh, the we, Dominicana. That was a great I think.
1: Oh, uh, We yeah. all love that cigar. Yeah, that's a yeah. good
3: cigar. And, Absolutely. And, 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 and by the way, the Nicaragua box press cigar mm-hmm. is a good cigar. Yeah. Oh, you that's know, great. Yeah. I kind of like cigar. what
1: all of you have said tonight as far as, from the point of view of the listener, cigar should be accessible. Um, they level the playing field depending on the room that you're in. I don't care who you are, every walk of life can enjoy a cigar. And we're all the same. We're just men in a room and women enjoying a cigar together. You know, we've reviewed cigars here that were $7, that knocked our
2: fucking socks off and we're smoking a $25 cigar. Just, I mean, really just as impressive. And on that point, I mean... that's where we're obviously we're we're heaping a ton of praise on Davidoff, which is deserved, especially on the innovation front. Like I, I truly I I bring up this dichotomy. But I'm between...
3: willing to shit on them too. No, oh, well, yeah, well that, I, I, I just I, I will just shit say, all over them too. I I
2: just, I just say the, the I'm reason I just am I am caveating and I'm tempering it just a just a little bit is you know I don't want I don't want any listener to hear this and think because we're praising all these innovative blends from Davidoff that they're all great that they should go out and try everything. No. And I say that because where I think Davidoff falls short is these ridiculously priced when they come out with oh. the year of the ox, the year of the rat, the, the tiger. year of this, the tiger. Yeah. I spent $56 on that year of the tiger to try this year just cuz I'm a sucker for trying like, you know, a new cigar that's only going to be around for a little bit. I just want to see what it was all about. It was it, it was a good cigar. It wasn't a great cigar. It wasn't. It was at best worth half of what I paid for it. Right. It's absurd to charge that. The same with the year of the ox. It's, it's like, so interesting. Like, because, so you just have to be careful. Yeah. I, like for me, the rule of thumb with Davidoff, anything over thirty dollars a stick, like I have no interest in because I know the odds are. Not in my favor for that to be a good cigar. The exception to that rule is whenever they come out with a chef's edition, yeah, buy that absolutely. cigar. It doesn't matter what it costs. Yeah, I, yeah, I find I it agree.
1: interesting that you all have the argument for let's talk about Cubans for a while, right? Regionals and the, the special cigars that come out. And we're all expounding to the fact that the, the standard production Cubans are incredible. Going back to the new worlds, we're holding a standard production elite yep, cigar. Great point. It's it's, a, it's an elite cigar. And yeah. we're always going back to the standard production
0: line. Well, lines. well exactly because right. there's a reason for that. Yeah,
3: it's marketing, you know. So, as a marketer, it's this is what you do. You know, you, you want to you you want to put some releases out, and sometimes they miss. But this is marketing. The regionals, a lot of the regionals out of Cuba, are are strictly marketing, or they're just they're it, they're a limited release. They they push them out. They they mark those boxes up, and sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're you know they're they're not. I would so, venture to
5: guess, Pooba, that they that maybe they didn't hit the mark for a standard release, and they said, "Well, what are we gonna do with all maybe. these cigars?
0: Yeah. You know, maybe we gotta put them out. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it regional you know, special. and special. And, and, let, and let's make a point too. There is a, and I've seen it kind of popping around on Instagram. People are smoking them. There's that five hundred dollar oh, special ed- it. special edition. Oh, Dab up. Was it, the oral? Yeah. And it's, it's like every enough. review of this is people saying, this is not worth Oh God, a tenth of it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. If I were a listener and I'm a novice cigar smoker, I would learn a lot from this particular recording how you, you really need to start with the standard production. You'll probably end up coming back to it and staying there over the years.
3: Yeah, and there's a reason they're selling a lot of those. A lot of the standard production cigars live on because yeah. people are just buying them. You know, yeah. you need to, you need to sell the, the, whatever the standard line. It's like Porsche. Porsche needs to sell the what's it called the Macan, mm-hmm. that or whatever, which is
0: Cayenne too.
3: No, it's the Maca, It's like a it's like a downgraded uh, SUV. It SUV. Is, it's a downgrade to the Cayenne. Yes. Yeah, it's called like a Macan right. or something like that. They got to make that car so they can make 911s. They got to sell that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, uh, so they got they got to get it right on the standard production stuff because that's what people are gonna go back for, back for, back for. You want to go in and buy buy a Davidoff Royal? I've gone in there and just been like, I have everything that, and picked up one of those and I think I smoked one sitting right over there. Was it good? Certainly. Is it eighty bucks? No. (laughs) like no no like it's not 80 dollars at all i'm not sure if it was 30 bucks yeah so it's a great lesson it's a great lesson you know is it a good cigar certainly but you know it's just marketing and 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 that's that's the part of davidoff where uh they draw people in who just want to smoke sit and be you know they want to smoke a fancy cigar and
0: look cool Well, boys, the uh, Glenfiddich 15, I'm curious what everybody's thinking about a pairing with the cigar, certainly as we're coming into the last third here. Um, I'm really, really enjoying this.
2: I am. I, I think flavor notes wise, um, there's a lot of sherry in this. So yeah. of the three casts, the sherry comes through most by far, which we love, I think almost all of us, the sherry forward scotch. So I do like that. I get a little bit of spice. Also, that kind of dances with the sweetness from the sherry. Um, but other than that, I think a pretty straightforward
0: scotch. And I think for a 15 year scotch to be 80 bucks or 85 bucks, you know, pretty fair price for it, I think. I don't know if I would run out and buy this again, per se, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. 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 It is good. Are you guys ready to do a, a formal liquor rating on this thing? Sure. Let's make it formal. All right. Bam, you're up. Seven.
4: I'd give it an Eight. Eight.
0: I'd give it an eight, Senator. Eight. I am gonna go with an eight as well. Yeah, I'm an eight. Okay. I'm a seven. Seven. Composite score a seven point seven. Okay. I think very fair for it. Fair. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed it when I first sipped it because I was really enjoying the pairing with the uh, with the cigar, but. Yeah. I think as I kind of got into it, I I was wanting a little more.
1: I still like it. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's a likable cigar. Uh, Sorry. It's a a likable scotch. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I think the thing that dinged it for me, I mean, I gave it an eight because there's nothing offensive about this scotch. Like, there's nothing I actively said, like, oh, I really don't like that about it. It's just, it, it, it doesn't gravitate in to earn a higher score in that there just wasn't enough complexity to it. That's really what it was lacking for me. And at 15 years, you would have hoped by then that there would have been some more complexity about it. But nothing I actively disliked at all about it. It just didn't have the body for me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Correct. The viscosity was very, like, it wasn't, like... Um, yeah, I would have expected it to be enough. a little yeah, bit more
0: viscous yeah, yeah. than it is. It, honestly,
4: I think a seven is more accurate. A seven yeah, would have been score. more accurate. I, I kind of agree. But, you know, it's stacy. It's going well yeah. with the cigar. Yes, it yeah. is. Um, it's a simple drink. I would drink it. It's not one of the cigars I'd put away. Oh, Sorry, scotches, which I would put away. And it's around 80, 85 bucks. Yeah, so, I didn't yeah, I mean, really like, complain.
3: Honestly, I think like an open would pair really nicely with yeah. this cigar. Yeah. Or, or even
4: a belvedere like my, oh, my favorite yeah. go-to. Or, or oh. McAllen. Honestly, oh, my yeah. my favorite Macallan, pairing
2: yeah. with this cigar is always McAllen. yeah. yeah. I have like such a vivid memory. <laughs> it was uh, a, a couple years ago. I, it was during the pandemic. This is why this is like really burned in my head when uh, everything was like actually shut down. Like our, our lounge in town was completely had to close forcibly, all of that. And I remember sitting out on my deck, It was cold. I got one of those uh, heaters that Rooster had recommended from uh, Gizmo and Rooster's favorite place, Costco. (laughs) Costco, baby. And um, I was sitting out there, and I was just dying for a cigar because I wasn't able to enjoy sticks as often as we normally did. It was cold, so we couldn't go to the lounge. And I said, I don't care how cold it is. I remember the Yankees were in the playoffs, and I just wanted a late-hour Churchill and a McCallum, and I was in heaven.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. I can see that.
2: And,
0: you know, to your point about it being cold, I find this to be a really, really nice smoke when it's cold out. I don't know why summer I don't think about it as much or as fondly as I do when it's cold. I really like it when it's kind of got a little bite. I don't know why that is. I
2: don't think you're crazy at all. I think the reason is just it's so full-flavored. It's just so nice to have on, like, a cold. You know, it's like when when we're talking about scotch even, when it's cold, you want a scotch that has some body that – it's gonna provide a little warmth. You know, you're not looking for a light scotch during the winter, so I agree. This full flavored stick, when it's cold fall, even in the spring when it still gets a little chilly at night, it's great. hundred percent you know. agree. And That's sitting a great by a fire
0: too. You know, like I to me, like sitting by a fire, having this cigar, like 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 uh, yeah, Senator where, describes. Where's the
3: talisker? Where is it? There's <laughs> a lot of one. I was looking over at the selection. I'm, I'm saying, where's the oven? Give me a little. Give me a little something. Yeah. Because yeah, it, I think the hold up to the full flavor body of this the, the, the pairing the pairing could have been um something a little bit with a little bit mm-hmm. more heft. Yeah. The cowan, I mean, has a more heft. Yes it does. Uh than this did. This, you know? You know,
1: one cool memory I have about this cigar in our old lounge, I was in I was working late. It was almost the closing time. I came an hour before closing. I was alone. And I, I, did light up one of these soon after you introduced me to it, Senator. You walked out with it? No.
2: <laughs>
0: smoke it <laughs> on the sidewalk, Ben. We, ben. we, I, we
1: used
3: to smoke on the sidewalk
1: there. Yeah, we, we did, did that a couple times. We've done it a couple times at that fucking place. But I felt really special having this cigar alone. Yeah. It was really a treat, you yeah, know, with the fire. It, yeah. yeah. But but also around a group, you know, everyone's pulling out their cigars and you pull out this Mac Daddy. It's a Mac Daddy cigar. Yeah. In a group. Yeah. I wonder how this would. I, I wonder how this would pair with. Like a good bourbon.
0: I think it would pair well. Yeah. Okay. So I'm doing that that right now. (laughs) So you're double fisting? Double fisting. What do you got in that
3: thermos? It's (laughs) really funny you said that because I actually wasn't going to go there because I didn't want to create any kind of controversy. But it does go well with the higher proof. uh, (laughs) No doubt. I'm I'm serious. What are you
0: having? Tell us. Tell us what you're having.
3: Um. In your second cup. Oh, in, oh, in the second the cup? The side cup.
0: <laughs>
3: the backup. In the, out of the thermos? It's bullet. a <laughs> bullet. Oh, there you go. Excellent. That's Excellent. got a kick there.
5: We should break into the makers and, and find a pair for that.
3: Ooh. Yeah.
5: That's a good bourbon. That that uh, It's like the upgrade level from the standard production maker's mark. Yeah.
3: Very smooth. You know, makers, we spoke about this. Did we? we spoke about this recently. We, we mentioned it. Maybe or maybe it was in conversation and not on the pod. I can't remember, but we were talking about we were discussing bourbon, and I and I I'm not sure who brought it up. Somebody brought up makers, and I said, you know, I don't buy that as often as I should, and I like it.
2: Oh, I, I, we were talking about this. Were we talking I, I about this? guilty? I love makers. Yes. Yeah. I yes. will always love makers. Mm-hmm. I will tolerate no criticism of <laughs> makers. It's just like one of those drinks that, like, you drank at a younger age that still satisfies. Yeah, it's as a staple. A proper adult. It's a staple. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's just I love the I love the wax. You know, I love everything about it. And just like that woody, like, t- it's, it's the so most. but grab bourbon. that bottle. Grab it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> grab the bottle. No. No, we need we need to pair. We, we're running out of shit to pair.
3: Honestly, <laughs> we, can, like, we can. Why have, do you I'll think we buy need... another bottle? That's fine. Yeah, let's do it. But put the maker. Just taste the Maker's Mark with this thing. We'll do it live. Do it. For, <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Let's try some Maker's Mark in the in the last. This is 30. nice,
2: Gizmo. Someone do the honors. I'll okay. do it. I'll do mm-hmm. it. All right, Puba's gonna. Okay. Oh, Grinders oh, Garcon. Okay. Honestly,
3: Gar- it. Garcon. Now this is now this is which bottle is this? Maker's. That's the that's the that's the forty six,
2: not the regular one. It's a beautiful bottle. I'll
3: backfill that.
2: Grinder will hate me. I'm curious to try this, but I, I, this is going to sound strange. I actually like the regular makers more than the 46. Really?
3: Why would you hate? There's no hate.
4: <laughs> we don't hate anything. Uh, I need a, I, I'm going to need, but you I'm gotta, curious. If you're going to garcon.
3: This. You got to, you got to really gar, full garcon. You got to lay out all the, so ladies and gentlemen, they're laying out the, oh cups. yeah, you need ice for that. You definitely need ice. Yeah, for you that. need a couple, couple cubes like in this
2: less less yeah yeah just yeah, grinder, light, light for me light for me light for me as well puba take the first one everyone else take the other hey 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey hey! what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> hey wait he resents the connotation <laughs> 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 the,
1: the implication implication
3: <laughs> ah, this is very exciting I it see it's it's an impromptu there you go look <laughs> at that <laughs>
2: Grinder and Gizmo. I oh, see that that's
3: going to th- hold up. This call teamwork,
4: boys. Thank you, sir.
2: Look at this. It takes two to do this, Garcon. I can do this by myself. What Thank is you, this?
4: Yes,
3: yes, I know. We know. We know Pierre.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pierre. Pepe Le
4: Pew. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be great to see him in a beret,
0: <laughs> With a striped
4: t-shirt. This
1: maker smells delicious. Ah, uh, great
0: on the nose. No All right, so no we're see. into uh, Makers 46. Let's try it. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers Salutes. Cheers, boy. Makers 46.
3: Oh, see the alcohol content.
0: <laughs> that's really good. It's good. Yeah, it's really good.
1: it's oh, fantastic. One thing we haven't talked about is the combustion on this. The smoke output is very impressive. I think
0: it's, honestly, very I think impressive. it's perfect in that it's not too much. No, wow. I think it's just right.
2: I agree. Yeah. It's it's, I agree.
0: it's it's not like the room is not smoke filled with six of us smoking. It's just right.
2: I mm. completely agree. Yeah,
0: it's re- it's
4: really perfect. Everything about the cigar is just right. Yeah. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we smoked
5: a, a um Colonialis on a on a prior pod that was filling up the room in those yeah. Corona's. That's yeah,
0: true. Little smokes
1: says a lot about that guy.
0: So we're coming into the last third here boys on the late hour Churchill. I I must say I you know and I, and this has been a common experience every time I've smoked one of these, I'm enjoying it more as it comes down to the end, almost more than I did in the first or second third.
4: Zero harshness. Yeah, None. it's
0: wonderfully s- smooth delivery. Yes,
4: it's I really agree. good. It leaves my palate to like a little bit of there's a bit of sweetness which is just left in my palate and I love it. Uh, and I <laughs> feel like it, about it. It, in the, the last chocolatey.
0: third here I'm finding it it it's. Uh, it's almost coating my mouth in a way that's a little different. A little, It's almost like it's velvety in a way it wasn't in the first two-thirds.
2: I agree with that. And I, I think of this cigar like, you know, it, it's almost like a meal. Like, it, it's so substantial in flavor and has a long finish that you taste after each puff. It, like, really lingers on your palate, which when I'm looking for that really flavorful cigar that's going to satisfy me if I can only have one and I'm just going to pull a Churchill for a nice two-hour, like, session... It's perfect. Yeah. It, it, really it, nice.
3: Yeah, it is. It's uh and you can take your time with it. It it's it's not gonna tunnel on you. It's not gonna you could smoke it slow and you know, if you don't heat it up and it's just gonna smoke I, beautifully. I, I,
1: I could see Pooba in a boardroom three piece suit with this thing in his hand. Absolutely. No doubt about it.
0: Or senator snapping his fingers, <laughs> and the soldier,
1: soldiers are snapping to attention.
0: You know, the one thing I will—this say... is
3: unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm this, feeling.
2: I'm feeling a little projection from some of you of, of your own work styles, not mine.
0: Grinder. Uh, I gotta. I gotta say. <laughs> I, I got to say, you know, we, we talked about this briefly. Um, this cigar is wonderful when you're by yourself and you're by a fire maybe or you're, you want a nice, elegant, you're watching the Yankees like Senator said. Mm-hmm. But there's something about when you're smoking this cigar with a group of friends
1: yeah.
0: or a bunch of folks at a lounge. It it really yeah. is a wonderful experience. Yeah, You know, in a way that I think some other cigars, this, this kind of is elevated above. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, there's something about it. You know, and it's
2: just, it's also, it's the Churchill Vitola. Yeah. That's right? right. Like it's yeah. a cigar that you, when you walk in a cigar lounge and you light up a Churchill, you're not just there to quickly smoke a cigar and leave. No. Yeah, you're you're there. there to spend time. Yeah. You're there to chat with other people that are there. Like it, it, it it's just all part of that experience that you're looking for when yeah, you pull a cigar it, it, like this. It's a special shape. Yeah. yeah it's a, no la- it's it.
3: a lounge cigar. Yeah. You, you know, last night, last night I, I smoked a Lucy uh, and. Uh, when you pull that cigar out, you know, even among us who all smoke that cigar, you know, uh, Giz says, ooh, baller. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. tonight. You're yeah. It's like, well, because – but it's, it's perfect because – we were watching sports, and it was we had a game on, and, and it was the perfect cigar for the whole game.
0: You were dressed up, too. Let's not forget. Yes. You were dressed up. I was, I was dressed <laughs> he up. He had a scarf. Is that right?
3: <laughs> he did have he a
0: had scarf. A Is that, that right? right? He had a scarf. Oh, wow. man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes.
3: I do wear a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Pierre. Yes. <laughs> No, 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 no.
4: Bucket squares? Yes. Yes. Pepe Le yes. Pew. All, all Puma was missing was the
3: beret.
0: Pepe Le Pew, Hic- Hickey Freeman. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. it you yeah, know, it, when you pull out a substantial cigar like that, it it, it really is. It grabs your attention. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah and you, you're in the mood to do that. Like you know, you, you pull you pull out a double Corona or a yep. or a or a Churchill. You know, you're in that mood. You know, yeah. you want to you got nowhere to be you got nowhere to be and, and it feels substantial and and that's what you want you know out of an experience of time you know sometimes the robusto is a great size yep. but it's it, but it's so popular because of time or because of the lack thereof uh the robusto is so popular and it's so versatile you know it's really versatile you can you can get in and out of it when you light up a a a, a double corona or a or a churchill you're saying like I really like this cigar, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit and 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 smoke it.
0: You know what's an interesting comment about the Churchill size, and and Senator and I actually had this conversation the other day about in the Cuban uh, in, in with Habanos how few Churchills are in regular production. There's only three, and what I wonder is, and I, and I'm gonna throw well, this you, out. You may to as you well guy. name them. Okay, so there's the Sir Winston, which is the Upman. You have the. Uh, Cohiba Esplendido. Yep. And you have the... Uh, the Romeo and, Romeo and, and Julieta, Romeo and Julieta uh, Churchill. So I'm curious, you know, because they've canceled a lot of those. Habanos has. And I'm wondering if that's just a reaction to, I guess, the world that we live in or the, or the uh, available time. It's like they're going the way of the Dodo. Which, which I'm know? sorry, fuck that.
2: Like, I, I yeah, hope over time, I really genuinely hope, that Habano starts making more Churchills, that other Cuban brands start bringing those back. And I say that because it's wonderful to have Robustos because a lot of times we are short on time. Those will always, I mean, I, I still, I smoke more Robustos than any stick and that will never change. But I really, really enjoy a Churchill. And there are many times that we get together, just like plenty of listeners out there who plan a night, they're gonna meet up with their friends, they're gonna smoke cigars, and you know you're gonna be there for hours. And to be lighting a different cigar every hour, you don't need to do that. I would love to have a few Churchills that yeah. I could go through in that sitting. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there were more. Yeah,
3: in, in the utopia that would be possible. I think the rate limiting factor on it with Hamannas, the their catalog is that is the is the limited availability of the quality wrapper leaf yep. to put that out. Definitely. So I the, you know, the wrapper leaf is an important component. You need the right size wrapper leaf to roll that properly um the the, and we all know the romeo and the 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 romeo and julietta churchill is hit or miss a lot of times it's miss uh and so that leaves your counter with the sir winstons which are not a limitada but they are They're hard to find they're hard to find same with the esplendido and the esplendido so i think it's the it's it is it's the wrapper leaf availability that's that they're going to put out to maintain the high enough quality. I, I think it's. So. A, I think that's a, a part
5: of it. I wouldn't be surprised if it uh, if it's also comes down to pricing. You know, yeah. your your they they are a, with a smaller cigar, they're able to charge a higher m- margin sure. for us for fewer grams of of tobacco leaf, whereas the Churchill, there's more there's more you know grams of tobacco leaf in there, and the margins are probably slimmer. And the wrapper is scarcer, you know. So but you know just... what?
0: You know what? My counter to that argument, and I'm not arguing it, but I'm questioning, is in Habano specifically, there are significantly more double Coronas, which is a bigger leaf, is a bigger cigar, but, is a more robust cigar but they're,
3: than. But they're, true, but they're not as ubiquitous. Even the, you're you're not wrong, but even those are. So you've got the Lucy, you've got the Hoyo, DC. Ramon. Right, but... Punch. They're not... That's four already. Yeah. I understand, but I don't... I I just... Lucy's were gone for a long time and really
2: weren't around. Oh, no, no one's disputing that. Uh, Like They won't be as readily available, but I want to see them make them... I want yeah. to pursue them yeah. the Maybe same way I pursue double coronas. I
3: think there's things with the demand too. I think that yeah. that, that you know in the world of cigar smokers um, it takes a certain type of man who who wants that who wants that and the robusto is for the mass market. Yeah. Oh, it's the same same guy who wants to or, or gal who wants to buy a double corona.
0: Yeah.
2: Same consumer. Well, yeah,
0: but I I think you know your point about time is the time it's thing time. Listen, we're lucky that, that we're in a situation where we could smoke as many cigars as we do. We have as much time to do it as we do. A lot of folks aren't in that position. And, you know, it's a, it's a great argument. And, and what Grindr said about if they could sell twice as many Robustos or three times as many Robustos, they're certainly going to make more money on that. So I, I understand the economics of it and the time, but I just wish that there was more of a commitment to... The vitola. That I guess that's my percent. hard least, stop. At, that's my argument.
2: At least to Gizmo's point, at least as much of a commitment to the Churchill as there is the double. Absolutely, uh, I think absolutely. that's true.
0: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, and it's maybe it comes down to demand.
1: Yeah, there's also well made. a greater versatility with the robusto. If you're sure, if you, yeah, of course. Yeah, and we love that. I don't yeah, think I mean, anyone can argue that. Piece.
0: Every cigar maker has a robusto. And, there's no question. But
1: in one sitting, you can have three or four robustos yep. and enjoy the. You know the the difference between each cigar and one night. Yeah, there's something to that. Yeah.
3: yeah, and and the filler too. I mean, you know, you got to roll them right. You got to have the right. It's it's they're a little bit hard. Those longer, bigger cigars are a little bit harder to make, and they're the you know in the and all the components that go into it are just a little bit harder to source because the long filler that goes inside too. I mean, that's that's no easy task either. You know, yeah. you have to have the right leaf. Yeah. So you know, they're just going to be. I think. Less and I think that in combination with, uh, with the popularity and the demand and the, just the general cigar smoking world, that some of these smaller smokes just you know they're going to be more ubiquitous. but I, I'm with you. Yeah. I wish more, I wish there were more Churchill's. I well, mean,
0: And I'll uh, say this. I'll, 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 call, I'll call out to the listener right now. if you have a Churchill that you love that we haven't mentioned or haven't smoked, I would love to hear from you. Because we love this Fatola. We'd love to smoke more quality New World Churchills. Obviously, we just went through the Habanos Churchills. We've all had them, but and, and we'll review them at some point. But please, if you're smoking a great Churchill, please let us know. Email us, and, 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 and we'll smoke it on the pot at some Such point. Such a great size. Yeah. All right, boys, we're coming to the end here of the Late Hour Churchill. A fantastic, elegant smoke. I'm curious what this rating is going to be. I can't predict it. Normally, I can predict it, but... I have no idea what to what to expect. So, Grinder, you are up. What do you give it? I'm giving it a nine. Nine, excellent. Yeah, I'm Puba. The, I'm
3: the same. It's a nine for me.
0: It is a nine for me as well. I, I, it's perfect. Perfect score. No
4: disagreement. Nine, excellent. It's a ten. It's a ten. <laughs> it's a ten. He no stays on brand. No surprise. It's the connection. It's the experience. Um, you know, uh, it's a familiar friend. Mm. So it's a yep. ten. Excellent. I'm at a 9.
0: Okay. Composite score, a 9.2. Wow. Perfect score for the cigar. Perfect score. Yeah, great. Perfect. Yep. Very strong recommend. Hardly. And like, listen, as we talked about, for 20, 25 bucks, 27 bucks, whatever you get them for, absolutely worth the time. And, you know, to go back to Davidoff's tagline, time beautifully filled, I think that they nailed it with the cigar.
3: Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And if it, the Churchill's too much, try the Robusto. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a five-pack. That's a that, th- This cigar will deliver some of those same flavor notes in that Robusto size, I believe. Yes. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty noteworthy. Absolutely. All
0: right, boys, a great score for the Late Hour Churchill. A wonderful experience, wonderful cigar. And uh, great. We'll see you next week. Keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform if you have any comments questions if you want to reach out say hello tell us what you're smoking email us lounge lizards pod pod that's lounge lizards pod at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram at lounge lizards pod we really appreciate your time and we'll uh, we'll see you next week